Life begins the day you start a garden, a super old Chinese proverb. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. And this podcast is a companion podcast to the upcoming documentary, Backyard Gardens, a documentary about two families growing food for the first time in a world that lacks nutrition. Versus a younger Chinese proverb. No. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Nicely If done. that's how it has to be. I don't know. Is there is there a young Chinese proverb? I'm sure they're kicking more of them out now, you know, so they'll be super old in another hundred years, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should make some and coin them for ourselves. But I'm not Chinese, so yeah, it doesn't yeah, work that way. Yeah, I think that may be. <laughs> <laughs> that might be crossing a line. Yeah. There's just one small bit of detail here that may be an issue. <laughs> yeah. Well... Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is take three of the update because Batavia didn't record it yesterday. Take so it was three. only a one-sided conversation. Day two. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Technical difficulties are to be expected. Mm-hmm. From Batavia, uh, this is our for garden, sure, right? Yeah. This is our gardening update mm-hmm. where we talk about everything in our gardens and really a bunch of other stuff that who knows what we're going to talk about. So there is a lot going on, I think. Is there? There is. And this is what the garden gods wanted, because today is a much better gardening day than yesterday was. Um, So again, I'm in Chicago and Illinois and America. I'm going to build up that the opposite way. And um, man, it's still like, I mean, it's it's spring, sure, by the calendar but um we're going to get down to 32 degrees did you hear what i said 32 degrees either either friday or friday and monday um so i'm relishing in days like today where it's full sun you know the temps are probably i don't know 55 degrees fahrenheit or something um so i'm powering through my work day getting through our update episode here so I can get out into the yard and just look at my beds. Cause that's what I've been doing lately. It's just looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling. Wait, we have to stop. Why are we stopping? Because we, um, we did something yesterday and we did it at the wrong time. Oh. So I'm going to do all the housekeeping stuff oh, yeah. right now and get it out of the way. So we don't mess it up yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it actually works out that this happened. Sure. Batavia actually did us a favor. You're welcome, Ben. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay. So last last time we did this, it was a little scattered, so we won't be scattered today. Um, I want to shout out to the top state that's listening right now, which is Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful thing. My suspicion would be that you're starting to plant something in Colorado somewhere, somehow. So... Um, Thank you for listening in uh, Colorado and in the world. Who is it, Batavia? Tell them. Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember? No, I, I you wiped, know why you I, don't remember? I wiped my mind clean yesterday. You know why you don't remember? Because it changed. <gasps> Late it's breaking. Ah, yeah. Hey, hey. 
mate? No, that's not Canada. No, that is so far. <laughs> that is so far away from Canada ever. That was when it was the UK originally. Uh, but okay, okay, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, wait, no worries. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's so no. corny. It is totally I, no worries is a thing there. Is it? Yeah. Or hockey or something. I mean, who knows? Ma- maple syrup. Okay, yeah, I could go with that. Love it. On frozen waffles. Oh, that's like d- disgraceful. Okay. Yeah. It is disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Frozen waffles is only like Mrs. Butterworth or something garbage like that. Listen. Look, once you get pure maple syrup, you never go back. And my this people up there true. and the people in New England will know that. This is true. And then we're also talking about doing a live show on um, a live podcast where you can call in and talk to us. But... Based on what we know, there's one caveat, and that is that you need to be in the Podbean app because apparently it's a lot easier that way. Mm -hmm. So if that's something you guys are interested in, if you want to jump over to Podbean and subscribe to us, and it's solely just so we know that you're interested in listening or doing the... um, the call in because I don't care where you listen to the podcast at you can listen to it wherever you want but mm-hmm. this is just to open up that line of communication yeah and it's free so. over on podcast pod beans podcast as well so yeah it's free you know. we're not going to charge anybody to listen to mm-hmm. us who would pay to listen to us Batavia I mean really wait what who who were the number one listeners in outer outer space because I think we're, we started getting some um some funds from there didn't you tell me that well, being the fact that it is um, a full moon right now mm-hmm. and the moon helps the plants grow, we're going to say the moon because that's where the data is coming in from. Just making a note here. I want to make yeah, sure you make, I want to make sure I send a thank you card to the moon. Please do. Please do. I can't wait for Jupiter to be the number one personally. And then I think that's everything I had to say for housekeeping. Am I right? Or am I right? No, you're wrong, but it'll come back around. I can't believe yeah. you thought we were going to get through all of these at the beginning. No, just stay tuned. Yeah. You know, in about 10 minutes, we'll have one. <laughs> and then another 20 minutes, we'll have another one. So, but um, yeah, okay. Enough of that stuff. So, so Ben, these update videos are designed, tell me again, to do podcasts. These update podcasts are designed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what's so distracting because I can see your face, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to maybe put, I'm sorry. I'm going to put a curtain I'm sorry over the screen here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can work that under would... these conditions. <laughs> yeah. But our conversations actually go so much smoother on the podcast mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we can see, we get the visual cues. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. So if you think we talk over ourselves now, you should just wait. <laughs> so wait. So back to the question, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot there was so a question. So the podcast episode, specifically the update episode, which we're in today, um, are designed to remind me we are talking about what we're doing, like what's in motion, not what I did last January, right? Nope. Right now. Okay. Current events. Right. And it's also garden therapy, apparently. So mm-hmm. a lot of times Batavia likes to get her garden problems worked out mm-hmm. here and I'm more than happy to help her. Yeah. You, so um, I have the list here. Oh, gosh. And look, she's got it on paper today. So if you've been listening, you know that I'm winning the battle. No, you're not listening, because if you were listening, you'd know that this is all written for today only. I'll never look back at this. It's just an exercise. Now it's ingrained in my mind. It's a fact that you wrote it down. Okay. All right. Take the win. 
small as it may be. <laughs> it is a small win, but you know what? Sometimes you got to take them. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's up with your garden? What are you doing in your garden, Batavia? It's a mess. It's just, you know, so um, I don't remember the episode, the podcast episode we talked about this. Maybe it was, is it the one coming out? Oh, either it's from last week's episode, everything you need to do to get your garden ready, which I'm pretty sure it is. Or this is a spoiler for next week's episode. Um, But one of the things we recommended was to clear your garden space before you start planting. Right. You remember that? Yeah. So I'm going to start doing that because clearly I didn't clear my garden space. Um, The front yard is, I mean, it's, it's not a junkyard, right? You know, it looks okay. But the backyard, I've started parking my car out front because I don't want to walk through there. Dude, whatever. So the other day, I was totally creeping on Batavia on Google Maps. And I texted her the Google Map picture of her house. And it's like a picture-perfect front yard. It, it was... Don't listen to her. She's she's modest as she can be. I said the front yard wasn't a junkyard, so it's okay. But the backyard, you didn't get the angle of the backyard. Like Well, you the know. Google Maps doesn't go back there. It's the... Sanford and Son, totally. <laughs> hey, look, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. I will have you say nothing bad about Fred Sanford. I live in the backyard. It's the same area. So there's that, right? Yeah. It's a tribute to him. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, go. I do have, um, and these next couple of days where it is going to be warmer, we've had a bit of rain um, this week. So that's going to work out in my benefit because I need to pull some weeds. I'm so mad that this, you know, it got in front of me. Um, so our weather is bounced back and forth, pretty warm, then rainy, then cool. Um, and the weeds are coming out to play, man. So in addition to kind of cleaning some of the things that, you know, um, some of the dead, you know, flowers and, and things like that from last year and some of the trash that kind of finds its way to my home. Um, I'm also, I need to pull weeds now. And unfortunately I haven't been able to make my free mulch run. I haven't been able to connect with my mulch guy. So I'm kind of challenged in, you know, pulling them now and trying to get them covered before they start growing back again. So don't ever talk to me about free mulch again. It's, that it's, is banned it's hard, from it's the hard podcast. Being, it's hard being me when it comes to this garden, right? Like my resources are not lining up. I did do one thing though, because there is a, this is breaking news. There is a new garden bed, which brings me technically to how many garden beds? 853. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Square, if, if you guys, right, yeah. if you guys didn't know, Batavia actually had a crew at our house yesterday. She didn't want me to tell anybody last week, and they took her roof off of her house and flipped it upside down, and she made that into a giant garden bed. So it's it's official. She has a tarp over her house, and now her whole roof is nothing but gardens. You know what's so wild? So many things I do. There's a second where I start to think about: Is it possible? And I know. so like, there was a, a millisecond where I was like, oh, I've seen some roof gardens, right? Um, so no, that's not what happened. And if it was, I wouldn't talk about it here. I'd do a video about it. <laughs> so, um, so I do have 14 raised beds. So that's the official number. You may not hear that again because... You know, 828 is a running joke, right? So I built... Yeah, I feel sorry for the people who are just <laughs> tuning in. They're like, what? 
Um, so the 14th bed, meaning it's the, the 14th one I've assembled, if you will, it's in the front yard, but technically it's actually now bed number one, because that's the way I want to number things. Uh, so it's the last bed that I built, but based on the, like how my garden is organized and kind of how I walk around it, it's going to be officially new bed number one. So that means everybody else got a new number as far as my garden beds. They aren't happy about it, but I mean, I make the rules here. So You just confused the hell out of me with that, that's but that's okay. okay. Yeah. I'm going to let you slide on mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> I guess I have my beds numbered too as well. Yeah. Yeah, I have my beds numbered, but they don't change. Mm-hmm. But see, that's weird that you change. I don't like it. So if you add another bed, no matter where you add it, it's just going to be, you know, kind of number plus five. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. So the next one's going to be seven. I mean, uh-oh, the next one? Uh-huh, there it is. Let's see. Contagious. What are we talking about here? Uh-huh. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know about this. Wait. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. So this is an update vid- uh, video podcast. Gosh, you know what it is? It's guilt because I'm behind on the videos I'm supposed to be filming. And uh, join the I club. Keep on coming back to it. Like, oh, let me also put this camera away too. That should help me. But anywho, clearly it's an update for me as well because these are things I don't know. Yeah, I um, well, clearly we don't talk about everything, so it's kind of a surprise. But I didn't bring it up in the 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 rehearsal for the podcast <laughs> for today. That was apparently happened. Um, but you know, I have an issue in my yard of my septic tank or not my septic, I don't know what it's called, my septic leach field or whatever. And when they built my house, if you're listening, you know what you did. (laughs) They literally put like the bare minimum dirt on top. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like, that's why a lot of my backyard's not full. That's not the whole reason why I don't have more gardens, but I'm having a really hard time getting grass to grow. And grass is important, believe it or not, because it stops erosion, right? Right? Right. Correct. Correct. Yes. (laughs) So as even though I'm not a fan of it, but this year, if I don't get more grass in a certain area, I am adding next year. Another bed. Another bed. So I've made my mind up. Are you concerned about? Yes. Okay. Go ahead though. Yeah. So if you're putting it on top of a place that has trouble growing. No. I'm having problem growing grass. Okay. I can grow the shit out of some vegetables, but I cannot grow grass. Meaning you as a person can't grow grass or that space isn't. Me as a human being. Oh, okay. And part of it's because I just don't care enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it, you know, we'll see what happens. And I'm not totally sold on it too, because like I told you, like I have the amount of gardens I have because it's the amount that I can keep up Mm -hmm, with. mm -hmm. So if I get another bed, does that mean, you know, what does that mean for me? Yeah. So, but it will allow me to do better crop rotation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's, um, gosh, you know, someone comment on, we've heard this over and over again. You don't need to repeat it because I am trying to also share some details with some of the folks that maybe haven't listened to the previous episodes. Go listen to them. Um, so this is officially with 828 beds, my largest garden ever, right? You know, is it? absolutely. Yeah. So I more than doubled my garden um, last year. And so I've since added 
um, some additional bits that, you know, kind of brings me up to this real number of 14, you know? Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm, well, there's a whole idea about crop rotation around that, but I'll get to that in probably a second as far as my update goes. Just get into it. All right. Well, listen, I don't rotate crops. There it is. So podcast is over. <laughs> There's no ever going to be another podcast recorded by us. We're done. So there are a lot of things that I have read and studied. And by studied, I mean read a lot, right? On the interweb, there are a lot of things that I've watched and things that I've listened to when it comes to recommendations for gardeners. Um, and so um, one of those things is the trouble with crop rotation and or not rotating your crops right you know so what i have typically done is grown the same thing in the same place year after year now remember technically i have and we're only going to say this number in this episode so i can say it multiple times i have 14 garden beds right now right i've only to date grown food in ten of them so last year i only had food in 10 beds the year that's gross yeah, I know. I'm so, you see, I'm That's just going down, down here. Only 10 beds, right? So <laughs> prior to that, though, it was like one, two, three, four. So I literally have gone from 2018 having four raised beds. Four? No, that's wrong. Four, five raised beds. Went from five to 10 last year. So I doubled it last year. Actually, mm-hmm. I was accurate when I said that. Um, so I said that to say in five kind of raised bed spaces, which is roughly, you know, four by... 50 total feet if you kind of put them all together my previous gardens were that big four by 50 hold on pause to how me, many square feet are you growing food in i don't know do the calculator what what's the math well i don't know i don't know the dimensions of your beds i don't know either this isn't this isn't what this update's about i mean i don't know all they, of them by off the top of my head oh you don't no it's in a, it's a, they, a note in my phone Oh, it's in your phone. Oh, well, see, it's written in my gardening notebook. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's this is what this is exactly what these these episodes are for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, um, I, I'm curious to know your square footage because. I'm just curious, honestly. Yeah, well, let's mark that down as something that we'll get back to you and listeners on. Yeah. I'm writing it down yep. in a notebook that I won't look back to, but maybe I'll remember it. Um, so I was sharing the story to say, because my space was limited and even again, recognizing if you look at one long strip and pretend it's four feet by let's call it 50 feet. If you look at that, there's only so much growing I did in that area. And that's why I continued to expand but I didn't have room to start moving a bunch of veggies around. So I basically, maybe one year I grew my tomatoes on the far end and the next year I grew them in the middle, maybe, you know. Um, and then also before the veggies that I was growing, there were only a handful, right? So with more space, the types of veggies that I'm growing have expanded. I had grew cabbage for the first time last year and cabbage is... Um, and cabbage is one of those things that you have to be careful from what I've read and studied about, you know, making sure you're rotating that crop and not growing it in the same place year after year, along with things like, you know, collard greens and such. So you should not grow anything in the same place every year. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm going to tell you it. why I'm doing it, but go on. 
Because every year since I've started this particular garden at this house, um, I've planted snow peas in the same place every year because it's the first thing, right? And I only had one trellis at the time. Mm-hmm. And so this year I decided to go out on a limb and I wasn't going to plant snow peas there. I was going to plant regular peas big difference dummy <laughs> so i go out there yesterday after we did our rehearsal recording and i look and guess what i have more snow peas aphids oh no why do i have aphids though why do you think i have aphids because quiz yeah because the um whatever the components is of the peas um you know disease setting in set into the soil and here you are again planting again and so now the, that the aphids are attracted to that same spot, right? Something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they know that it's there. Mm-hmm. So That's their home had, now. Mm-hmm. No, it's not their home now because <laughs> Papa Bear went out and took care of it. Nicely done. I am. Uh, yeah, neem oil. A little shot of neem oil. Go back in a couple of days, hit it again. Hopefully it'll be different. Um, but yeah, so, and I've had that problem. I had that problem last year too. But I put my snow peas in another part of my garden. Guess what I don't have? You don't have aphids. I don't have aphids. Okay. So. So again, um, if you have the space to rotate your crops, do so. Um, You may be sorry if you don't, but truth moment, um, I have not typically done that. And I haven't seen a whole lot of the disease. It doesn't mean that, you know, there haven't been some fails behind it. So best practice would be to rotate it. Um, and I'm working through that now. That's actually a part of the reason why I'm struggling with my finalizing my garden plan. Cause it was adjusted this weekend. It was adjusted yesterday. And guess what I did this morning? You adjusted it again. Absolutely. Because you're rotating your crops. Well, that plus I want to rotate my crops, but I also am because it's the biggest garden ever. I want to grow a lot of different things. So now it's the, when I move the collards from bed, what's now bed number 11 to bed number 13. What I can't am even I going be to serious when you talk about 11? the numbers of beds. Yeah. <laughs> First off, that's my thing. So <laughs> I can't even be serious. It's so As we hard. get into actually planting and growing for me, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So get, get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Oh, man, I was going to say something you made me forget. It'll come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, I, I remember now. So um, here's another question for you. If you rotate your crops, would you rotate them within the same bed or out of that bed? Oh, that's a good question. I would rotate them out of that bed. But please tell me that. Oh, no. I thought you were going to no. say you could actually rotate them in the same bed because it's all the same well, soil. You know, Mostly. I think technically you probably could. But in all reality, I think it's better to rotate them out of that bed. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think you could get away with rotating them like for that year, for the next year. But I don't think like every year you could just put your tomatoes in the front, your tomatoes in the back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if they're but, sharing the same soil is the issue. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know what soil is. Mm, okay. It's dirt. I'm not here to I'm not here to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's dirt. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so update wise, one of the less fun, less interesting things I'm doing 
And I have a list. That's in part what I'm looking at as well. Um, I have a list of things I wanted to do. I had a three day weekend this past weekend and I had all kinds of big garden plans and it was just really nice to be outside, you know? And so I kind of got lazy and I did a few things. So as I was making, looking at my list for the weekend, I actually changed the title of it to like this week's list. Yeah, so I gave myself for the entire week. Um, but one of those things is um, um, cleaning, but also one of those things is going to be, which I'm excited about, moving my strawberry patch. I like calling it a strawberry patch. So I yeah. have, you know what, where my strawberries currently are? They're in bed, bed three. No, they're in bed number 14. Oh, most of them are in bed number 14. A few stragglers are in bed number 13 and I'm going to move them to bed number 12. Why are you moving them? <laughs> I like to say they're going to different beds. No. So I'm moving them. Um, so I do know the dimensions of them, but I can't do the math in my head to combine the dimensions. So bed number 14 and a lot of these beds are this size. It's like seven by three and a half feet. And that's because when I bought the wood, and had the people at the big box store cut it. I bought like a a 14 foot board, cut it in half. There you have a seven foot, right? You know, for length. And then bought an eight foot board, had them cut it in half. And so they'd never get it exactly right. So it's like three and a half feet. So anyway, they are currently in a seven by three and a half foot bed. And I felt like I was wasting some of that space. Sure, I can do interplanting. I know that. Um, But what I want to do is move them because they haven't even started to produce flowers, the ones that are in bed 14, to a smaller bed, which is actually four by four. And so that, in my mind, is going to make me feel better about kind of that continued crop rotation. So in my mind, I can actually see almost a square where my collards are going to move from bed to bed over the next few years. Um, And that makes it easier because I'm okay with growing... Um, strawberries in a smaller bed, which will give me a larger bed, number 14, to grow other things. Gosh, that's a mouthful. But I don't think you're supposed to rotate strawberries. No. Oh, I've transitioned. We're off of rotating. I'm not talking about that anymore. I'm just talking about what I'm doing in my bed. You said crop rotation for strawberries. Oh, that's not what I meant then. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. So I'm not. <laughs> this is an audio things. format. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. Everybody's well, hanging on to every word you say. Well, listen, I'm going to listen to the recording because I'm sure it's recording this time. And I'm not convinced I said that. You may have heard that. But what I said, I think, was different. Okay. Um, so let's say it again. Um, strawberries right now. There are three plants in bed. Number 13. They will stay there. Cause I just needed a place to stuff them and they're actually flowering. Um, so I should get strawberries like in eight months or something joke. Uh, the current strawberry patch is bed number 14 and I plan on relocating those strawberries. Is that a better term? Yeah. Okay. Relocating those strawberries for all of the reasons Ben insisted. I tell you all. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. That sounds like way too much work. I just like letting them go. It's like one less thing I have to worry about. Yeah. But I just Even planted I, them last year, though. So they're pretty new. You know, they haven't really, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say they've really kind of like set roots, if you will. Of course, they've set roots, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They're not and as do, established if they were two or three years old. Do you, um, you have ever bearing strawberries, right? Yeah. Good question. So ever bearing only because that's what uh, Menards was selling when I went to buy. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't even, that's a lie. I've wanted to grow strawberries. I have a ton of milk crates that I've gathered around the city 
for the intention of creating a strawberry milk crate tower. Um, by the time I actually got around to, oh, I have enough milk crates for the towers, plural, I was going to do like two of them. I decided just go ahead and build a bed, you know? Um, so I, it's easier. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, screwing a couple Dude, of pieces of wood. Thing. Okay. Uh, here we go. Tangent. Yeah, here, here we go. I didn't know I was walking into that one, but as soon as I was saying it, I'm like, and it's reasonable. So I'm going to go there with you. Go ahead. You, you opened the, no, you, mm-hmm. you kicked the door open for me. <laughs> So that's the thing is, and I, I support it if somebody wants to build strawberry towers and do all those fancy things, but it eats up so much time. It's so complicated sometimes, you know, I mean, I don't care what you say, mm-hmm. if it's just putting this, the dirt into the crates and sticking the plant in, it's still harder than making a simple four square box and dropping some dirt in and planting them. I agree. But there's also, in part, I was challenged with space. I thought I was challenged with space issues. When this idea came about, I hadn't dug up my front yard. I was only, you know, shame on me, a backyard gardener. (laughs) You're damn right. So I was looking for ways to kind of expand my garden footprint. Hashtag that. I like it. Um, and it's, it looked cool, right? So I am a little bit more trendy than you are when it comes to gardening. Um, it's not that I'm not trendy. Okay. I'm lazy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just straight up lazy because I get tired, man. It's a Dude, gardening can be a lot of work. The bigger your garden is, and you know this, yeah. it's, it gets harder and harder. And there just comes a point where it's like, okay, I've done enough. Like, I, you know what? Transition. Now I want to talk about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like last so this last is our weekend, update, right? Yeah. Well, so far it's been Batavia's update, but that's okay. We're the first literally two thirty minutes ep- in, man. I, I know I have really? thirty minutes, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you sure did. Um, okay. Well, thirty minute mark. Let's take a break for our sponsor, and then I'll go into it. This episode is brought to you by Neptune's Harvest Organic Fertilizer. Now, this is a fertilizer that I have used in my garden for many years. I like to use the fish seaweed blend, the one with the blue label. In the wintertime, I like to dilute it and add it to my seedlings, and it has the right amount of nitrogen in it to give those leaves that extra push they need so they can grow and collect more light for stronger seedlings. Once I put them in the garden, I do a full strength feeding, and they grow faster, and especially my spring crops, they have larger leaves to harvest. This year, I want to specifically try the tomato veg formula. The one with the red label. I'm looking to get higher yields and I also want to feed the microbes in my soil to help rebuild it throughout the year. Best of all, it's organic. All throughout history, people have been burying fish heads in their gardens. But thanks to Neptune's Harvest, we don't have to do that anymore. So check them out at NeptunesHarvest.com. And you can buy it at NeptunesHarvest.com, your local garden center, and even on Amazon. So check them out and get growing. Thank you, Neptune's Harvest, for sponsoring this podcast and... We're going to talk about that fertilizer here in a minute too, Mm -hmm. but I want to get back to what I was saying is I built out my shade garden. Okay. And that is new for me. Mm -hmm. Flowers and other plants is like alienation. You know what I mean? So I did, um, I put in, what did I put in? Now I forgot. I put in coral bells. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put in hydrangeas, so and um, Batavia is not very surprised. It was a big surprise yesterday, but now she knows. But I actually had to go out yesterday and do some work in it too, and um, 
You remember I was telling you that the their snowball hydrangeas were flopping over? Mm-hmm. They droop because, though. I think those are the ones that droop, aren't they? No, they droop because if they're not strong enough. Mm-hmm. So this particular, so hydrangeas grow off of the blooms either grow off of old wood or new wood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these in particular grow off of new wood. And probably what happened is I bought these from the store and they, you know, they probably amped them up so they were nice and pretty. Sure. So I had to go out and stake them last night. Let me go ahead and tell you something. If I have to do that every year, they're not going to last very long in my garden because that was a pain in the butt. I was like cutting up sticks and tying them up and all that stuff. But, you know, it's my first real time designing a bed purely by aesthetics. Huh. So you know what I love about this? This isn't my influence. I haven't even begun to influence you when it comes to the flowers. Um, No, I'm waiting on that still. Yeah, right? So this is, (laughs) it's a small dripping. So a part of this is you have to embrace it yourself, and that's when you'll become passionate about it versus me forcing flowers down your throat. (laughs) Um, But um, Well, you know why I did it? No, I don't know, actually. You don't know, do you? Because I'm lazy. I got tired of cutting grass right there. So I figured, you know, if I plant this perennial garden, which is the plan, and I put more than just coral bells and other stuff in there, but, um, you know, if I plant this perennial garden, it chops up my yard and it eats it up. So I don't have to worry about growing grass in that Mm -hmm, spot. mm -hmm. And if I'm worried about erosion, it still takes the place of the dirt and keeps it in place. Right. I really, yes. I, I'm going to accept. I'm going to accept any reason that leads you to flowers. But I, I really want like you woke up one night and said this could be your calling, and you decided to find it's every not my space calling. in your yard, whether it's sunny, whether it's shady. You wanted to put a flower there, like that's what I'd like this story to be. But I'm going to take it any way I can get it. So, yeah. well, you know, and uh, seriously, if you I mean, you've seen my backyard and if you've watched the YouTube channel, you know what it looks like. If you've been on the Instagram, you know what it looks like. And if you haven't, you should go. So you see, I'm literally a patch cut out in the woods. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when you look outside, all you see is green. I know what a shame, but I wanted to have more splash of color in there. So this is going to be a slow burn thing for me. So like this was my big thing for this year was the shade garden because, Mm -hmm. and first of all, it's a challenge, you know, it's like, oh, it's a shady spot. I can't put anything in there. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. There's going to be something that goes in there. So, you know, we got hostas and ferns and coleus, coleus, so last time I couldn't. I couldn't think of it. And then afterwards, when I figured it out, I'm just like, oh, I kept on saying it to myself. The next time it comes up, I'm going to know the name. Um, yeah, Coleus. So it's funny because I'm just the opposite. Like there, there are a couple of spaces on, on in my backyard on my deck that gets some shade, but most everything is like full sun. And even um, what is one of my favorite? I can't think of the name of it. I'm terrible when it comes to names of flowers, but there's one of begonias. Begonias! They're one of my favorite. They're in my top five. Um, so I have a top five, a top seven, and a top ten. Um, top one. What's your top one? Your number one top one. That's a dumb hibiscus. way to say it. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Yeah. My number one. My, mine's foxglove. Okay. Which I know you think is weird. 
Yeah, because it's still even I don't I'm not looking at the picture like I did yesterday. Um, and I'm still freaked out because the image is ingrained in my head now. That's why I like it. It's all <laughs> like, it freaks me out. No, 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 because it's just weird. Oh, okay. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. It really doesn't look like it's supposed to be. Like a lot of other flowers. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go there with you. A lot of other flowers seem to be like, you know, they're very much built in a lab, right? And this yeah. does kind of feel like that foxglove kind of feels like, you know, a couple came of from things. Outer space. Yeah, a couple of things just started to, you know, grow together and decide to be what it is. Weird. It's still weird, though. So that was my big project and now I'm just kind of managing I mean and actually no I take that back I finished putting in um I got some more flowers to put around my shed and the beds that I made in that one video Mm -hmm. so I put some columbine in um coreopsis Mm -hmm. and moonbeam I actually I'm a fan of coreopsis but they tickweed I think is the uh informal name of it they like to be dickweed Is that what you T said? T like Tom, I-C-K, tick, 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 tick weed. I would have given you like a heads up if I was saying something different. Um, yeah. So they like to be deadhead, headed. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind deadheading as long as it's not like insane amount. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not going to die if I don't deadhead it, right? Um, you'll just have like the shriveled up flower heads. It's not going to look the most sightly, you know, so. But you know what I get out of that? Seeds. Seeds. That's, seeds. See there? <laughs> so that's the thing that I've done is I've made these, I got these plants with the idea that, yes, I will collect seeds and I will sprout them next year and I will mm-hmm. spread them throughout mm-hmm. and then have them be able to move it to other places. And by doing that, i you know, in the long run, I'm saving money. So it's a long-term game. Yeah, yeah. Is the way I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? And some of those you named, not all of them, because I know there are a couple that you just really like. Some of those you named are perennials. And I think... They're all perennials. Well, no, there's one... Except you, for coleus. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, um... So wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about the coleus, because I forgot okay. to bring this up. I was going to make a YouTube video about designing it, but I was having a really hard time. And I was like, man, I can't even concentrate about a camera right now. I just got to focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I realized, cause I really like the coleus, like the colors and stuff, mm-hmm. but I realized that I cannot design my bed around an annual. Right. I mean, You're shaking okay. your head. I, you can't, I, I agree that you cannot. <laughs> like it's not a good idea. Yeah, generally. To design it yeah, unless you plan an on putting that annual there again next year. Like if it's going to be a repeat. Um, so yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. And and for the record, I'm not a fan of annuals. They make me mad. They make me happy. Yeah, I could see that. It, they just—it's a lot of work, man. Yeah, Again, it's it's, it's, it's more a lot of money. expensive, but it feeds my. So there's so many flowers that I like, and there's so many more that I don't even know about that I know that I love too. Um, so the the thing about annuals with me is I just love to go out to. I'm gonna struggle this year too. I love to go out to garden centers and nurseries and look at all of the flowers. Like that's what I ultimately want the place that I live to be like. You know, a place where you can just look at all kinds of flowers all over the place. Um, but well, thank God for coronavirus, because you might not be able to go out and do that. <laughs> I know, right? So um, one of the things that the reason why I like annuals 
Um, the lazy part of me likes the perennials because I like to come out now and see things that are starting to bloom, you know, the, and there is satisfaction with that, but I love to be able to look at, and to be frank, buy pretty new flowers. Um, and so I'm transitioning that in part where the annuals that I would normally buy and kind of get that, you know, warm and gushy feeling that I get when it comes to flowers, I'm growing them in my grow room now. You know, so they're probably it's this is going to be the test. I'm growing a lot of things. And will I be able to resist going out to the the garden centers? I don't know. My hand may be forced there, but will I be able to resist actually buying, you know, other flowers? No, you you that shouldn't be the test. That should be the plan. No, I just you're setting yourself up for failure. Because I, it's really not that critical for me. Maybe that's the part that you didn't pick like up Like you've on. already done it. Yeah, you've already planted it. You've it got so what you much. wanted. I love it so much. So it, instead, what you should do is go out and get more seeds. You think I should get more seeds? Is I that do. what you're thinking? All right. Because if I get more seeds. You can't walk away without the mic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so luckily, and it's not by design, there was a um, a satchel of seeds near me that, um, yeah, these are all flower seeds too. Oh, but these are melons, but that's a different story. Yeah, so, next, next year, I'm going to do the same thing though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into the annual game, but I'm going to start my own annuals. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. So what I was going to say was because I will want to buy things that aren't, I don't know how to grow hibiscus, you know, um, and I'm going to drop one more of my favorites before we You know what's funny? I don't like hibiscus. Why not? Not even tea? (laughs) Oh, I mean, I drink hibiscus tea, but I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like I see it a lot. It makes me so happy. I wish, Where I, 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 wish am, I could I see, see it, it more. I wish I could see it more. I want to see it right now. Um, I'm worried though, because I'm. I'll have to look back to see when I should expect to see new growth. I think I should already see new growth. I bought a few perennials. So one of the whole stories was, you know, I don't know if I research a bunch of flowers. Generally, I'll do. I'll do much more research on. Um, veggies because there seems to be just more at stake there flowers i just kind of go off the cuff so i didn't know until last year there was even a such thing as a perennial hibiscus in my for my zone um so i would buy them every year right you know and they're not cheap you know so that was a special part of my kind of garden budget that i will allot for them because i love them so so anyway found perennials and i'm like oh this is the best planted them they were it was a womp womp moment some of them were really pretty, but I didn't get many blooms on these individual plants. Um, so I'm hoping for better luck this year. I did speak to someone at a nursery last year and they were just basically like, you need to feed them, you know, you know, they need plant food, they need fertilizer. Right. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay. So anywho, um, that's where I am when it comes to, I don't know. Are we still, is this still a part of the update? Are we still? Your shade this garden. Is just, yeah, my shade garden. I so thought I actually, have so many things on my list. We haven't even dented my list. You know what the problem is, Zebatavia? You Why? haven't done anything yet. You're just talking about it. Because <laughs> it's too cold where you are. Didn't I ask what this episode was about? And you said what we we're going to do. Oh, I forgot. I did make a new rule yesterday that I forgot to share today. Uh-oh. So my list is what I plan on doing. But there's no end date 
for this particular list. So, <laughs> well, sure, I said the list was titled this week, but I mean, next week is going to be this week too, right? Once I get into the week, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I, I'm yeah, experiencing I do. some um, some analysis paralysis, paralysis analysis. I um, I have a lot more going on when it comes to the garden now, and um, it's giving me a little bit of pause. There's some, am I going to put my collard greens in the right bed this year? And does it make sense to move them to the bed next to it next year? And so I'm trying to bat away being overwhelmed by it. The plus side is because it's still so cool here, especially at night. Um, I feel like I'm okay when it comes to some of the things that I want to plant. The bad side of it is the things that kind of the hot weather things, tomatoes and peppers. I already know where I'm going to put those. Like that's the thing I'm firm in. It's everything else. It's the reason why I haven't dropped any kale seeds, you know, direct sowed any kale seeds, direct sowed any cabbage seeds. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. My struggle, maybe some of the struggle that the audience is uh, experiencing. I, I think it might be, but I think also, um, this is a firm a testament to why people need to have a winter break from gardening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it gives you that, you know, that time to get yeah. back to it. it. Cause go ahead. I was going to also say it, it's also a great example of, you said earlier you have four beds or six beds or however many 628, however many you have um, because that's how much you feel like you can take care of. There is a, a yeah. tinge of that that's happening now. So I talked about going from, five to ten last year have you hit your max um i think functionally i probably have i think in my garden heart no and so i mean you know in my world i would love to have an acre farm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i would love to be one of these homesteaders but you know in all reality it's just it's just not realistic for me in my current life to do that and i also don't this is very, this might be the most important thing I say during this podcast. For me, gardening, like having a garden does not mean supplying yourself with your own food always. It's mm-hmm. all about supplementing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what, you know, supplementing what you eat. And yeah. I think when you come to terms with that, it gets a lot easier. Yeah. And, you know, we had talked about in the previous update. Let me check, make sure it came mm-hmm. out. I don't think it did. <clears throat> um, that these things, you know, with this whole COVID situation and stuff, um, yeah, that it comes out next week and we kind of touched on it, how the importance of our garden kind of came to us. And once you, when you get in that space, things get very difficult. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it at, from a point of view as I'm going to supplement, then it's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, Kind of my my palette, which is not, you know, it's not like it's experienced or, you know, uh, and my social life makes me want to, um, sorry, that's a call. Girl, you in. ain't got no social life. We're, yeah, we're right? gardeners. Well, that don't happen. Yeah, not now. Um, but my social life and kind of the way I just, you know, kind of live makes me want to eat places that are not my home sometimes, right? You know, so at this point, especially in the summer, I'm growing and will be growing and have been growing uh, enough food to really, you know, make most meals. Um, But there's kind of that balance because I definitely don't want to feel like I'm wasting, you know, I don't want to be wasteful. Um, So I'm really kind of making sure that either I'm growing things for experiments, 
where, you know, I'm just trying to see how that happens or how that works, but I'm also growing things that I'm actually going to consume or share with someone to consume. Um, so, so yeah, but I think where I was going with is, you know, I'm, this year is going to be a little bit strange for me until I can kind of get into it for this kind of size of garden that I have now. Next year Wait, probably will be a little bit better or easier. I want me. to finish talking about my damn shade garden. <laughs> I thought we wrapped that up. No, we didn't wrap it up. I never got my final thought out what I was doing. <laughs> so, and actually it's a question for you mm-hmm. because you said you wing it with flowers a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So one thing that I was trying to do is I was trying to stack stuff by height. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Um, yeah. I organize the garden where, you know, Low taller front, things. Yeah. yeah. Taller in the back, shorter in the front. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that has worked out. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure because my like I have hostas lining the front of my bed. And my mom gave me some creeping Jenny at one point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I threw it out. I have, you know, I just have like a standard and this is becoming a beast. I have a standard, like, you know, just a border bed around my porch. Sure. Uh-huh. And, um, I have, I don't remember the name of it, but I have these two purple bushes. I think they're like Asian fire bushes or something like that. And then there was next to it was azaleas on either side so one of the azaleas was i think it was getting too much sun because it just never really has done well Mm -hmm. so i moved it to the other side right well this unleashed a whole thing because i had my mom had given me some creeping jenny and i put it down and then it has just proceeded to like spread everywhere yeah and while it is is beautiful and i love it the problem is, is you have these big giant plants and yeah. then you have this low ground cover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it looks, un- it makes me uncomfortable to look at it. Yeah. Right. I need more depth to it because mm-hmm. I mean, after all, I am the backyard gardener, right? <laughs> I mean, when I, and I say that, you know, I don't sound, say that to be like, you know, this is the life I have to live or anything like that. <laughs> but what I mean is, you know, as a person who's a gardener, who has a gardening podcast, and YouTubes and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. I feel like I need to do better. And when I look at it, it makes me feel uncomfortable because it's just like bush, bush. And then it could either be dirt, it could be mulch, or it could be creeping Jenny. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like I needed to put a little bit more in there. So I went where I took the the azalea out. I put um, salvia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in its place. That's and that then pretty I got some, bluish purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So I put that in there and I don't know, man, I'm just playing around with it, getting a feel for it. Because as I look around now, like I have like my landscaping set up and now it's time to fill in the gaps. Yeah. And what I've noticed, though, is that can be very expensive to fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. So what I normally, I'm sorry, would you like to add any more chapters? No. No. Oh, I like it. No, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So part of what um, filling in the gaps which I like the term is 
it absolutely it's time consuming it's expensive like when you see the shows the ones that ben and i will be on in a couple of years on hgtv or our own network who knows um you know they have all i mean they have trucks of flowers and things and plants and bushes and trees that they bring in to fill out those landscapes and they want in most cases for them to be completely full in some instances you'll see the shows where they say all right once this grows up you know one of the things i've been able to do which I, it doesn't even feel like it's kind of the way that i roll but i've been patient with my front yard flower bed um and it's i basically stripped out over the years my entire all of the grass out there so it started off as a little bitty flower bed that was a size you know how they do the flower beds where a tree used to be so that little bitty circle and in a couple of years later i expanded it dug up some grass and then i dug up all of the grass in that little bitty uh, area um, but I knew looking at it that it was, I didn't want to spend the money it would take to fill that area, whether it was with annuals or perennials. So as you look kind of year by year, that space gets a few more flowers every year. That's where I actually spend my perennial money, adding a few more perennials there. Um, but over the years of having so many annuals, what it's been able to help me do is determine what my tastes are, kind of what catches my eye, what I like to see, you know, in my yeah. garden, in my flower bed space. See, I like texture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I like flowers, but I really like texture. And I, and it goes the same for the garden, too, like the vegetable garden. Yeah. I, I mean, even though, like, you think me like, oh, it's just like a utili utilitarian place where you're just going to be getting food. But within that, you can still plant vegetables that create textures. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, I've seen some really pretty stuff out there, especially in containers. Um you know, where people have planted like lettuce next to this and a cabbage here yeah. and, you know, all that stuff. So I actually yeah. have that on my list of things that I want to do, but I'm just I'm not I'm not there yet. Yeah. yeah, your your gardening heart is too big. You need to cut it down in half. <laughs> Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's actually interesting because I'll probably be in this space for, for, you know, some years to come. Although there's a campaign that, um, that Ben is a one man campaign that he's running to get me to move to a different zone. Um, We're going to, nope, 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 nope. Don't gloss over it. Everybody. If you think Batavia needs to move to a different zone, give her a shout. Let us know. <laughs> Leave it in the comments. Yay or nay. And actually, you know what? Tell us what zone you'd like to see her in. Oh! yeah okay all right yeah let's do that i love a good experiment let's... you know a good contest um my group so i think i'm in zone six right so the joke is one of our um listeners shared I, I don't know what i was saying who knows sometimes i may i'll say zone six generally but sometimes i'll say zone b i think is what i was saying and somehow you know how you get something in your head and then you think it's true so technically, I think if you look at, depending on what site, my zip code is in zone 6A um, for, you know, aha, I guess. Um, anywho, our growing season, we have last expected frost date, April the 18th. Remind me to tell you what I said already about it's going to get down to 32 degrees, you know, within the next week. So almost like, what, four, three weeks after our last frost date, we're still getting frost. But anyway. Uh, so April 18th through October 28th or 29th, you know, so I think I have somewhere noted it's like 190 days, but that's 190 days where, I mean, I'm not growing tomatoes all that time, you know, so some of the things I really enjoy growing 
kind of, you can cut that in half when it comes to me growing. So we, we joke about, you know, me moving into a different zone, but it's crossed my mind just, you know, kind of long-term. I brought it up because the space that I'm in now serves my purpose. I, but I do envision myself with, you know, more land and being able to grow more food for myself and others and, you know, more flowers. Um, but the more space you have, you know, the more it takes, right? You know? So, um, yeah, yeah, there's that. And that's where the perennials come in. Perennials are also a bit permanent in my mind. I really have to like, really, really like it. You know what they are in my mind? They're that trusty old friend you can always fall back on and hang out with. <laughs> you know, they're going to be there year for year after you. They're going to take care of you and they're going to show you their beauty every day. <laughs> and that's why I like perennials. They're good old pals. Perennial the pal. <laughs> That's one way to that's look my, at it. That's my cheesiness for the day. Yeah. All right. So let's just do a quick tip. And I remember from the last episode. No update tips. Episode, no, you no, were responsible no for all the tips. So I'm trying to save you here. Um, if you have a budget for it, you know, which it's not in my budget this year. If you have a budget for it and you want to have beautiful flowers year over year, you know, absolutely invest in perennials. Um, so long term, you're going to save money versus um, we were talking about. So I should have counted a flat of flowers. So kind of if you look at a flat that you see in the stores, I think it's something like maybe 40, 48 flowers. Marigolds was the example I was using. 48 marigolds will cost me 20, 21 bucks here in Chicago. Um, and so I'm literally you going know how much up, they cost me here. What is it like? Zero dot zero. Dot no. zero? <laughs> How much? One ninety nine for a pack of seeds. Boom. If there is thunder, <laughs> you have stolen it. I was leading up to this. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned this yesterday. So now you're just being spiteful because you're stealing my thunder on purpose. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, so yeah, no, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. What he said. Instead of $19 or $20 or $21, go ahead. Say it again, Ben. I totally sucked the air out of the room. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I truly apologize. That's I hope you good. can accept it. <laughs> no, she's, you know, you're exactly right. And same with perennials though, man, like don't sleep on the perennial seeds. And I know it seems, mm -hmm, but if you're mm -hmm. already starting vegetables, like why not? Oh, but wait, wait, real quick. The, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the quantity of annual seeds you see in stores in the big box stores compared to perennials. I mean, you're talking about, you know, nine annuals to one perennial. So that's a whole system, which I don't, I don't want to go on a tangent on this. Like that's by design, you know, mm -hmm. sell the seeds that people are going to need to come back and buy if they're not saving them versus a perennial. Um, but I did pick up in my, all of my seeds here. I did pick up some perennial um, seeds. You want me to tell you something scandalous you can do? old prince uh that's terrible too uh, yeah yes, it was terrible listen. i don't pretend so, um, to uh go to your garden center towards the end of spring mm -hmm. and find your perennials and when they're blooming and they're done blooming and need to be deadheaded snag the seeds off of them save them for next year that is scandalous so that's i scan thought <laughs> why is it scandalous though why is it scandalous because you know what's going to happen they're just going to put it on the for sale rack Ain't nobody going to miss that. Yeah, so what What just happened then, if you do that, if I move to your zone, Ben, and you go to a store and do that, I'm going to come behind you and that clearance rack is basically going to be missing a bunch of seeds because you've stolen them from the plant that I plan on, 
you know, incorrect data, negotiating that, down to the low, low price of, you know, next that to format is incorrect because what's going to happen is I'm going to take those seeds and then that plant's going to push again and they're going to be able to sell it. Okay. I don't believe it. You know, it's deadheading. Sure. Yeah. Come on. No, so, ask in all if, seriousness, though, um, the, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I totally do. Um, that's a really good tip. And where I thought you were headed, you know, was late season perennials. So the thing about perennials in my zone, not every zone, some of the warmer zones, not so much. But in my zone, every perennial is going to look dead at the end of the year going into winter. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's going to be dead. You can decide whether or not you want to cut it back down to the ground, you know, or not. But I bring it up because there are a lot of plants that are in these garden centers that they just haven't cared for and they've died and perennials specifically. They start marking them down 50% off. You can get 80% off. If you're like me, if you're comfortable with it, go up to the cashier. Sometimes you can talk to a cashier about it or ask for a manager. It's They do it all the time. Basically, you know, can you have it for X? Um, yeah. So plant that perennial. I did that with a couple last year and this year you won't know any difference. You won't know that you paid a dollar fifty for a twelve dollar plant. You know, my whole yard is like beautiful. that. Yeah, good. That's on you. how I get every single thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I refuse to pay thirty dollars for a bush mm-hmm. when I can know mm-hmm. in a couple months I can pay ten. Yeah, but that falls into gardening and patience. Yeah. You know, so do you want it now, 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 or are you willing to wait? There's some things that I do that for, but there's some things like the hibiscus that I just have to have. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you know what else is scandalous you could do? Wait. Scandalous. All right, go ahead. You could go through and find your um, stuff that you know you can clip and root and just snatch a, snatch a little bit off of it, take it home and root it. <laughs> And you know what though? I did that one time. I went to <laughs> I went to a farmer's market mm-hmm. and they had some um wandering Jew mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. had fallen off in the parking lot. And so I picked it up and took it home. That bitch didn't root. No. I was rooting for <laughs> I, look, look, I was rooting for it because I think that's so that's not a scan. That's not a scandalous. That's totally yeah. okay. <laughs> it's fair but, game if it's in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know it, it, there there's all kinds of ways to do it yeah. um but anyways back to the update oh good night we have derailed we're 60 minutes in and i'm still on number two on my list for updates oh uh, we are 60 minutes in yeah i should probably um, focus on the things i'm actually going to do in the current time versus my list of things i have for basically the next you know two years probably yeah. Oh, and actually, we were going to say, too, look, here's housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go live on Instagram where you guys can come chat and talk to us at some point this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it won't be a secret. Um, do you know a day you want to do it? I think we're going to make the plan right now. Yeah, I think Saturday. Oh, you, I don't care. Saturday, Sunday, S- Sunday, Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, let's do, let's Sunday. do Sunday. Sunday, we're going to go live in the afternoon. We'll put a time up. And we'll put a, in each of our stories, we'll put a uh, a reminder or mm-hmm. something. You, it won't be a secret, but yeah. come hang out with us. We did it by accident and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, we had people talking to us and yeah. stuff. So if you guys want to, you know, chat with us or, you know, ask questions, that's just another opportunity where we can try, you know, we want to get to know you guys and everything. Everybody's listening. So, yeah. um, and that's going to be on Instagram. Yeah. 
Because at some point, me looking at Ben and talking to him, like, I mean, I don't know. It's the best thing that she's ever done. I don't know how much longer I can just do this. I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I need some buffer in here, right? (laughs) No, no, it should be a lot of fun. The last time, you know, Ben just got up and went live and he, he sent me a note saying he was going live. And I'm like, hold on, I'm in the yard, you know, let me join you. Um. And I was totally, I'm going to be a little bit more disciplined. I was totally like, you know, a kid. Let me show you this. Wait, wait, come over here. Let me show you this. <laughs> well, I mean, really, all I was doing is I was just going to work out in my garden and have yeah. people, you know, if they want to stop by. And I might do that from time to time. Mm-hmm. But and if nobody talked, I just worked in my garden, kept the phone there. And yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden, here comes Batavia. Uh-huh. And you can join either from her Instagram, Be yeah. Better Gardens, or mine, The Backyard Gardener, spelled G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we'll be there and go from there. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there loud and proud too. But, <laughs> That's the only um, way I know how to be there. <laughs> yeah. So the update I have for you guys is depressing. Oh. Um, I can't find sweet potatoes. I can't get my sweet potatoes. I have a whole bed dedicated for sweet potatoes. So I'm putting the call out there to the universe right now. If you have extra sweet potato slips, or regular potato slips, I will pay you for them. Reach out to me on my Instagram, be uh, not be better gardens, <laughs> the backyard gardener, and let me know because I will pay you shipping. I'll whatever, not whatever, but within reason. I need them because my 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 plan was to this year get my slips from another. Um, from a, like a supplier mm-hmm. and then next year grow my own and didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. um, struggling through that. So yeah. please, please save, save it. And if I can't get slips, I'm just going to go all butternut squash in there. Yeah. Help a gardener out. Come on, you know, help hmm. a gardener out. So I would totally send um, Ben, you know, some of my sweet potato slips, but I think I'm going to have like a slip and I'm going to yeah. plant that baby and I'm going to nurture it. And I'm going to get, if it's a sweet potato, it's going to be the prize of my garden. Um, I totally. You already hooked me up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the parsnip seeds. I can't get parsnip seeds here for some reason. And Batavia sent me a a stack of them. They're on lockdown in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't think it's a very popular vegetable down here, but I think if you make soup or something, Mm -hmm, ooh, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. clutch and a soup. There are three stores and I didn't go there just for that. I went to three stores because that's how I roll. Um, but it was only the third store that I was able to, to find them. So it's not, you know, again, yeah, I don't think it's common. high on the list. Um, so I'm planting. I'm going to do two rapid updates. You hear this? This is me. This is like an unboxing. This is me. Now I'm just taunting him. These are seed potatoes. Potato. So I already have rusted potatoes in- And they're chitting all over the place. They're just chitting constantly. <laughs> all over themselves, yeah. So I have <laughs> rusted potatoes <laughs> planted. There's a video on my YouTube where I walk through that. Uh, first time I'm growing potatoes. This is a second variety. This is a, here we go. I think it's Chieftain. I, I mean, I could be pronouncing it wrong. You don't have to tell me if I am, but it's a- um, a red potato. I start, had to stop and think. You see how the red little, isn't that pretty? The potato's not red. No, the uh, spuds, though, are. The the chits. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know if these are chits. I think that it's the act of chitting. <laughs> anyway, I have those in my dining room space. They've come out of the dark closet space because they're next going outside, and I'm putting these in containers. Um, so I'm probably going to end my. No, I'm going to commit. Hold myself accountable. The last thing on my list that will happen and is happening is planting lettuce. So I wait, actually wait, 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 no. wait, wait. Are we moving? How on? many? No, we're not. I'm, 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 I'm gonna draw something out of you. How many episodes are you doing of your containers oh, series? I think it's probably. I want gonna, you to commit. Yeah, it's gonna be minimally a half a dozen episodes, to be frank. Good. Yeah. Good. I want you to commit to a series mm-hmm. on it. I think, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. Oh, hold on. Let me take three quarters of my rant away. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, seriously, when you go on YouTube and stuff like that, you see like there's a lot of like gardening tip videos mm-hmm. and tutorials, mm-hmm. but I'm a big fan of like doing series. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you can really expand because the chances of somebody, I mean, I don't know how long people are listening to this. Um, I probably could find out, but I just, I, part of me doesn't want to know. Yeah. But I think it's so cool to have like, you know, like a show and have like, this is my series Mm -hmm. on container gardens and this is my series. So like, you know, I don't know, I haven't looked in your playlist, but like I've kind of started building multiple series Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you can go look at it. That's basically what a a playlist is, but I think it's such... It's so good to do. Yeah, I um, I'm a fan. I actually watch a lot of other kind of series or you know individuals in their playlist because I mean at the end of the day, part of that is kind of your core and what you do and enjoy, right? So that's you know kind of you're built that way when it comes to the serialness of it. Um, But also from a, a gardener's perspective, like. A tip on cut and come again. I have like a two minute video on that. Like, okay, yeah, cut and come again for some lettuce. All right, it's two or three minutes. You don't need a whole bunch of talk around that. But there's some things that you do in the garden where me sharing five or six or eight minutes in one video with you helps you in that moment. But there are other stages to whatever I'm growing, right? So help me understand what happens to this bell pepper in June and July, right? You know, in August, I don't know that I'm going to have a container series on bell peppers, but you get my point. Like the progression of a garden is what gardening is about. Right. Well, And the thing is too, is a lot of people do have them like they'll do multiple videos, Mm -hmm. but they don't call them a series. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. You know? And I think that's like, you know, coming from my world, which, you know, this is what I do for a living is making these series Mm -hmm. as I think it's so important because you have people that just grow potatoes. Yeah. And that's okay though. Oh, that's totally fine. I don't care what you grow. In my work, that's a SME, a subject matter expert. So one that, you know, specializes in that thing. Hey, if you are an SME for potatoes, holler at me because uh, that's my favorite veggie. First time I'm growing them this year. And um, I'm super optimistic, but I'm also scary chitless. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I know, I know. That is my favorite gardening term, though, chit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just that's, chitting everywhere. That's C as in cat, H-I-T as in Tom, just for the record. We do want to try to keep this somewhat clean. Or do we want to keep it dirty? 
as in no, dirt? it's yeah. it's yeah. dirty as in gardening, but it's clean yeah. except for there are references. Yeah, yeah. But even Disney makes a lot of references, so we're good. I, I want to say a lot. I mean, that. a lot. I don't even want to ask about that. Just watch. Just go back and watch some of the old video uh, movies when you were a kid. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll you'll see it now yeah. that you're an adult. You're like, ah, you guys. <laughs> You know, but um, no, I think it's I, I, I'm glad that you're committing to a series. Yeah. So, well, it's um, I'm excited about it. So there are two videos associated with it already. One where I'm talking about, you know, kind of my plan, some of the mistakes I've made with containers before, some of the things I'm thinking about growing in containers. Um, and it's short in my mind. It's not short in kind of this micro society. Um, and then there is a shorter video uh, where I'm actually planting potatoes. And I'm actually, interestingly enough, following another gardener um, that did a series. I followed his series, you know, he's uber duper instructional, um, you know. So, so yeah, I mean, I think there's absolutely a space and place for that. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I have a bunch of other things that I plan on growing in containers. I'm doing different things like, um, you know, what happens when this is in a actual container versus a grow bag, right? Um, so there's some comparing contrasting going on. So yeah, I should have some fun with it. I'm hoping to. Yeah. Are, are you going along the route of tutorial wise or what is your No, game plan? I think so my... Um, desire is always to kind of share my experience. This is what I'm going through. There are a bunch of yep. things that I feel very informed about that I, I feel like I can teach. And there's some other things that, you know, I just don't want it to be kind of classroom instructional wise. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I'd probably say 90% of whatever I share on any platform is more. And even when we talk about the, uh, the podcast here, 90% is really just my experience, my thoughts around it. You know, if it's, scandalous i'm sorry that's so out of place but i just wanted to say it at least one more time um so yeah 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 good question though i appreciate it thanks for the support you know sometimes you do need uh, a little bit of you know garden nudge well you know and i think too when you're doing all this stuff that you do don't you dare put that shit on your head <laughs> <laughs> i did it you're welcome that was an alley-oop <laughs> But, um, yeah, but she made me forget what I was saying. So what was the last thing I said? I don't know. I'm starting to get loopy too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did have a question that I brought up last time and I, I, I want to make sure it gets in there and where the hell are all the gardening emojis? Mm, mm -hmm. So Batavia and I talked about how we are both ignorant in emojis yesterday. So if you here if you see us using emojis that don't make sense just know that we don't know exactly what we're doing <laughs> but i want gardening emojis i want them they need to be there this is a call out to the world of mm -hmm. emoji creators mm -hmm. create me some gardening emojis to use right people what, what want is a garden people want them if well i know that you and i do so we're people but tavia wants the apron why are you doing a podcast with your gardening apron on? Why are you questioning what I do in my own home? <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I totally still have my apron on from this morning and I she wasn't even gardening it. outside this morning, but I like a couple of things that I, you know, carry around the yard. It's just so convenient. I love it. Um, so I didn't take it off because I want to go out and get in the yard to actually garden later today. 
And so like, you know, instead of starting dinner in my garden apron, I'm going to go outside. It's I'm using it as a motivation. Yeah. And it feels good. It's comfy. Yeah. (laughs) So you want a gardening apron as an emoji? Absolutely. I want on a person. Oh yeah, because I don't want like half of the body like just the waist down or something. That'd be weird. Uh, so yeah. I want it on a person. I also would like um, a kind of floppy garden hat. Um, yeah, that would be a good one. You know, it'd be so cool. Someone like pulling weeds or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like a hand pulling a weed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be sick. So the thing is, is. Like, yeah, I know there's vegetables, but that's for eating. And mm-hmm. if like f- for some ungodly reason I were to use an eggplant, apparently that is a sexual um, use for that. Don't so, risk it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't take that chance. Right. So, yeah. I, you know, if it was for me, I think, I, you know what? I would want a uh, I would want an emoji face with a tattoo on it with a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth. For the urban gardener, the modern gardener. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, So it's really critical that... Wait, wait, wait. Even though I don't like face tattoos, but that's a different story. It's really critical that we kind of, you know, create this garden emoji movement because you need to try to save me some embarrassment because I'm out here in these, you know, internet streets just making a fool out of myself. So I... uh, Quick story. Um... Emoji wise, <laughs> so like, is this what I think it is? Yeah, it absolutely is. I think I'm kind. Of, I feel like I'm not completely just you know illiterate when it comes to technical things, but that could be a lie. Maybe I am. So you know, when it comes to Instagram, I actually didn't use Instagram until I started kind of sharing my garden experience online, and so that's my kind of default. Sorry for my ignorance when it comes to this, but I mean, I have a phone, right? So I know about emojis. So anywho, there's been like months kind of going back to late last year, all the way through probably, you know, early this year, actually, no, all the way through like March, all the way until COVID-19 came up. I was making posts. I was replying to other people's posts, you know, in the comment section. I was replying to people that commented on my videos and posts and things. And I did like a signature with emojis. And one of the emojis was this super duper cool, unique looking kind of green circle. And it had kind of these tentacles, what now I understand are tentacles coming out. And I just thought, oh, it's interesting. It's green. And then then I realized with COVID-19 that it it it's a germ like i've been signing my garden post and commenting on other gardeners posts with like a germ and a green heart and a, and a carrot you know <laughs> like, where did you so, find that at i can't even find that you must have dug i don't i i mean it could be even predictive so that i mean i don't want to tell too much about my personal life like maybe i don't know um, it is, so I have an iPhone, which is different than your Android. And I think the emojis in turn are different. Um, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know where I found it, but, or if it found me or if this is like some prank that I fell into. This is a riveting podcast. We're sitting here looking at our emojis, talking about them. We, what have we come to? But I'm not using it anymore. So it's way in the back now. Yeah. And you also use that one where it looked like he was smiling really big, mm-hmm. but it was like, uh oh kind of look where it's like all teeth yeah and all teeth unfortunately i have retired the germ 
uh, emoji, but I still like the, the all teeth emoji because that's my version it. of like a really, really big smile, like, you know, like cheese. And I, I get now that maybe that's not what it means. Yeah, it's definitely not what it means. But but yeah, I am, um, you know, <laughs> I, I'm looking through these emojis and I'm just I'm not picking up what they're putting down. Yeah. The people so, want um, more. The people want more. We don't want doo-doo emojis. We want gardening emojis. Hello. Damn it. It's a part of life. What was the uh, quote as we opened up the old Chinese proverb? Come on. Pay attention, yeah. guys. Seriously. I mean, do I need to say it again? Life begins the day you start a garden. That's the new thing. Um, and we're still recording, yeah. by the way, just in case Ben's getting okay. nervous. Yeah. I was just about to uh, ask you for yeah. a recording. I was going to text you so I yeah. didn't have to say it on air. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm, I'm okay with my mistakes. It's, again, about my experience. So we've come to the part of... The, oh, go ahead. As I talk about the recording, it's like I completely fool myself. Of course, I'm sending out, you know, germ emojis and thinking that, you know, it's appropriate for the garden world if I'm struggling with pressing the record. But like, that's all me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> this is all the same person. It totally makes sense now. <laughs> all right. So here we are. So we've come to the point of the episode that we promised we would do every time we do a gardening update. And that is the recipe of the day featuring Batavia Choctaw. So you know what's terrible? You this, forgot the recipe you gave out yesterday? Well, no. I um, I forgot that I gave out a recipe yesterday. So luckily, it's a pretty super duper simple recipe. Um, so the key here is, and my recipes will be absolutely complex as we move on or not. Um, I'm going to give you guys a recipe for roasted carrots. Yeah, you just don't have to boil carrots. You just don't have to eat them raw. And I'm choosing carrots because I've not been able to grow them. Again, I'm a truth gardener. Hashtag that, truth gardener. Guard, garden truth, garden truth. Hashtag garden truth. Yeah, yeah hashtag garden, garden truth. truth. Um, so anywho, the key with um, roasting anything, for many of you who I'm sure know, is you want to make sure that there's proper spacing in the dish that you're using for roasting. Uh, so start your ovens off at 400 degrees Fahrenheit, preheat it. Um, I'd recommend a bunch of carrots. So if you're buying them, like a bag of carrots would be fine. Obviously, you can increase the amount based on your family size. Um, or if you're getting them out of your garden, pull a bushel of them up. Uh, maybe 10 or 12 is probably a decent size. Um, I have determined through my co-host's guidance that we would prefer that you cut the carrots versus leaving them whole. And that's, again, just to make sure that... Um, you are going to roast these kind of evenly, you know, if they're about the same size. I'd say cut them at maximum the size of a normal person, not Ben's index finger. So is that like three inches or something? Um, so cut them up, right? You've clearly washed them and all of that stuff. Cut them up. Um, you're going to use any type of oil, um, kind of a good olive oil or, um, you know, maybe even a coconut oil, which could add a whole different flavor to it. Um, so you're going to coat the veggies the carrots with those. Um, and then you can season a taste. So I just do some light salt. If you're going to do salt, probably do something that has a little bit more sticking power, like a kosher salt. Um, and then you can be a little bit fancier, you know, and there's some herbs you can add. Um, ben loves parsley. 
<laughs> so anything that you would normally, you know, you could even add rosemary to it. Um, but I probably do a parsley as kind of a um, garnish. So you have your roasted, excuse me, you have your carrots, you've cut them, you've put them, um, coated them with olive oil, your oven's at 400. You're going to line them up on your baking sheet or pan, and then you'll put them in the oven, checking them as you go on, but cook them for about 20 minutes, give or take, given your uh, kind of oven's heat at 400 degrees. You want to take them out. My preference is when they get kind of golden brown uh, because the sugars are starting to melt together, and then they're also um, a little bit kind of crisp, if you will. Um, obviously, in this case, you want to make sure the carrot is cooked all the way through. So you can just take a fork and poke it into one of them just to make sure. Um, and then once you've taken them out, this is where it gets fun. So Ben has a recommendation that he's going to share. Um, I'm going to just say, you know, you could even add if you're really going to be scandalous, a little bit of brown sugar as a topping. <laughs> <laughs> and voila, it's a side dish, you know, not filling enough for a meal, but they're super duper yummy. It definitely takes you out of the mind of a carrot. It actually puts me more in the mind of like almost a roasted potato by then or a roasted sweet potato maybe. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, and I'm going to commit to making this later this year with my own carrots that I've grown. And when I say Damn that, right. this is me speaking it into the <laughs> existence. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I feel like it will. So there's that. Well, you know, that's that's why we give out these recipes so people have different ways to use stuff they grow. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's easy when you grow stuff out of the garden and be like, I'm fixing to have a salad. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, there's so many other ways to eat stuff. So yeah. um, what other herbs would you use in it? Um. Because you said, what did you say? What was the I main said, herb? Well, parsley. You could use rosemary. You could probably use some thyme. Um. I'm going to maybe dill. try it with, no, you could use dill if you want it. I'm going to try it with uh, stevia, which I'm growing now in the grow room later dill. on this year. Or you can try dill. it with dill. dill. I bet you can make a really super duper cool um, dipping sauce, you know, and use dill for it. And in that case, I may even want to, um, you know, the veggies, I may not roast completely to the point where it's completely soft, but you know. Now we're getting. You know why I keep cue. saying dill? Why is that? Well, I mean, I know you know because we did it yesterday, but I wiped it's the, because... I wiped my memory from that. So oh, did do, you? Yeah, enlighten me. Because it gets no love. Oh yeah, it gets no love, man. It's like, what do you use dill for? Potato salad and you know, cucumbers, yeah, uh, pickling, pickles. Yeah, but it's like there's so and dips. That's the only other thing. But I, I feel like, and this this is my goal this year is to really maximize my dill usage mm -hmm. and i like the fact that you said rosemary too because when i think of rosemary i think meat mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that's like the number one thing it's used for but i think it can be used for so much more that's actually um, a really good point too because i'd recommend using the herbs whatever herbs you use fresh if you already have them in your garden um however when you think rosemary i really think dried rosemary and i also kind of think fall and winter because i think you know meat dishes that are in the fall and the winter and all yeah um but they're well, growing rosemary's somebody... it's growing all year long baby so yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming from somebody who doesn't eat any meat my and i grow rosemary mm -hmm. i have a hard time using it mm -hmm. so um you know and i think it's part of, i get into a rut and what i use and i'm like i just use the same thing yeah. always yeah and that's my goal this year as why I re-upped my um, herb garden is to try and kind of get past that and really make something, you know, make use these things differently. 
Just what a is quick it, note. Um, rosemary is probably the only herb that I don't use in when I, if I make just a regular cold salad, like a tossed salad or whatever, a garden salad. I always top my garden salads with some type of herb mixture, you know, oregano or, um, you know, parsley or, um, not, not deal. I've used it before, you know? So again, just getting more of those in your system, man. I hate parsley. Yeah. It really just, I despise it. I don't know why. We're not going to try to convert you. It's okay. Yeah. But you know what I use in place of parsley? What? Cilantro. Oh, that's a boom moment. (laughs) I actually previously hated cilantro. Yeah, me too. I was converted. And then I went to Mexico. Yeah. You know know what that moment was? That That was that moment when I take that parsley and I stomp it in the ground. I say, no more. (laughs) You will not control me anymore. (laughs) It is all about the cilantro from here on out. I wish there was a film footage of that there will be okay reenactment a reenactment <laughs> but um no i mean my i can tell you a cilantro story my wife made a cilantro soup one time and she put like th- the recipe called for three cups of cilantro i don't know what the person who came up with the recipe thought they were doing but we literally made a pot of poison it was the worst thing ever. And we followed the recipe like we were supposed to. But uh, three cups of cilantro, man, that was rough. You'd- you know, <laughs> rough. There's so. no good that comes from that. Um, real no. quick for Deal, though, um, it's a butterfly fan. Just so you it know. Is. You know what? I'm gonna We're going to do an episode and we're going to dedicate it to Dill. No, we're not. I, yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> I you watch everybody. I'll convince her. I know you guys are cheering. Dill. 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 Not even a mini episode. Like, nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Four hours of just dill. It's going to be like you a thought, telethon or something. Like. You thought we could talk before. You haven't seen nothing yet. And he knows I'm always for a challenge. And Nope. Nope. Not, nope. Let's move on. <laughs> I want to do it. I want to do it. Okay. So everybody's got the recipe. They know mostly what's gone on in our garden. They know that we went on a tangent. They know that we want garden emojis. Mm-hmm. They know that gar- your life begins when you start a garden. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else they need to know, Batavia? Anything. They know that my garden heart is almost too big for my body. It is. Yeah. It's spilling out mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm. And they know that I'm lazy. Oh, well, yeah. You broadcast that every episode because I think you're trying to convince us, but I'm already convinced, brother. no i hope they also know we have a good time when we chat about you know garden things oh yeah Um, and you can't and you you can't believe everything i say because (laughs) as the people that are close to me and batavia is one of them Mm -hmm. they say i can never tell when you're being sarcastic and that's the goal even when i'm looking at him you know, despite me not wanting to, I still can't tell. That's it's because, a family trait. No, you know what it is? It's just my sweet spirit. I'm just so trusting. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, true. Uh. <laughs> I can, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, yeah, live this weekend, Sunday, Instagram. Come talk to us. If not, hate that you didn't make it. If you want to talk to us on the podcast and ask questions, hit us up. Um, subscribe to us on Podbean so we can kind of work that out. We're trying to figure it out now. I think it's a lot easier than we're making it, mm. but um, 
you know, do that. And I think it would be good too. I just want to say something about that where, you know, a lot of people, it's like when you're in school and you're scared to ask a question, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know, when that one person asks that question, you're like, I had the same question, yeah, yeah. but I didn't want to ask, you know, or even if you just want to talk to us, I mean, I don't care. Come on here and tell them I'm stupid. I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just uh, do what you got to do. But um, yeah, we're going to try and work that out. So we'll know if you guys want that, if you kind of subscribe to us on Podbean and stuff like that. And, um, you know, just just for that one episode and then you can go listen wherever else you want. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me. And we both have videos coming out. If you want to see my shade garden, as soon as the wind stops blowing, I'm going to be putting out a shade garden tour since it's quote unquote done. And other than that, that's all I got for these good gardening people. Mm-hmm. You got any shameless plugs you want to throw in there? I was trying to decide whether or not I'm shamed of it and I haven't decided yet. But again, container garden series. Um, I am actually this Sunday. So if you're listening to this, when this is released this Sunday, there will be a tour of the grow room that I have bedazzled, totally not bedazzled. Um, but it is, uh, I'm really proud of it. I'm doing some great things in it. I know a lot of you all start seeds indoors. Um, you know, so I'll look to hear what you guys think of the area and what I'm doing. And for those that don't take a look at it, it'll be on my YouTube channel, be better, B E T T A garden. Um, and then later that day, Ben and I are going to, as he said, have some Instagram fun. Um, yeah. I'm going to be don't completely litter. unhinged. I can't make any guarantees about what you may get, what version of me you may get. So, Batavia is full of chit. She has totally bedazzled this whole thing and there's jewels all over it and it looks crazy. So you got to go look music, at it. Like when you enter this. <laughs> scandalous depending on when there's a bouncer outside of the door like yep yep it's a full-blown party in the grow room and all the plants are dancing baby all right so everybody we will talk to you guys next time oh nope see i already forgot something i was going to tell you what podcast we have what episode we have coming out next week is oh that's how the coronavirus made us change our gardens and tips to help you adjust yours if needed So um, check that out next week. And until then, happy growing, learn to grow, grow for change, and we're going to call it a wrap. See ya. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. You can find us at Backyard Gardens the Movie on Facebook and Backyard Gardener on Instagram. And YouTube is Backyard Gardener, where I'm doing videos showing cooking and building gardens and gardening tips, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find Batavia at... You'll find me on Instagram at B underscore Better Garden. And then you'll find me on Facebook, same name. And then I'm also over on YouTube at B Better Garden. I am sharing hashtag Garden Joy every chance I get. I hope you enjoy. So if you have any questions, hit us up on all of our platforms anywhere you want. And we will be more than happy to help you with what you can. And again, thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.